Hey, recording live. The newest episode of Mindset Moves Podcast. Exclusively for you, the members of The Minimalist Method for Prosperous Female Entrepreneurs. I love helping other people to not have to go through some of the tests and trials that I did if possible. This is where you get the first dibs of the best business strategies ever so you can grow your revenue while minimalizing your time, your efforts, and your energy. There's great coaches. There's people in this field. So yeah, you want them on your team. And we are live recording the newest episode of the Mindset Move Show exclusively for you guys, the um, members of the Minimalist Method for Prosperous Entrepreneurs, my Facebook community. So if you're not in there already, do it. Go ahead and join because you're going to see the raw and real in there. And today we're going to talk to you about how can you pay off your debt 40% faster with expert Brian Buffalini. I'm going to let you introduce yourself, Brian. But first, before that, I'm going to give a little bit of an intro about you and 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 I and how we're connected. But um, so Brian has been working with his wife and partner, Joy Buffalini, who was my very first business coach. I'd followed her. I think we were connected on Facebook for three years before I really leaned in and I was like, oh, I I yeah, I can relate to what she's saying. I, I need to work with, a, with with her. And that it changed my life. Um, but he's been working with Joy for more than six years in her sim- simplified and multiplied business. Formerly, he worked a corporate marketing job where he was responsible for a $2 billion program. But as he says it, the prospect of working together with Joy was just too good to pass up. He quit his corporate job at the end of 2019 to work full-time with Joy and has been helping her clients understand their money and credit better, as well as showing them how to build a path to pay off their credit cards. So when, just to give you guys a little bit of an anecdote, and then I promise I'll let Brian talk. You guys know I love to hear myself (laughs) talk, but I promise Brian's going to do a lot of the talking. That's perfectly fine. Keep talking, Marta. (laughs) Um, One of the things that when I was working with Joy, first of all, I had this, this, uh, angst and this judgment towards like, I was the primary provider. I was doing it all. All the credit was under my name. My husband did not have a credit score. He couldn't be on the mortgage because he didn't have a credit score. His cars were under my name. All the credit cards were under my name, all everything under my name. And first and foremost, joy helped me to shift the mindset around. Like you're like, you're not a victim. You're a powerful creator. Like that's pretty badass that you're a mom of five and you are also the provider. And, um, Brian and I got on a call with joy and he taught me a very simple step to building Michael's credit without taking on any additional accounts. And that was just, do you mind if I give it away, Brian? Absolutely. (laughs) That was just simply adding his name to the accounts that were already in existence. Obviously you can't do that with a mortgage or with loans such as lines of credits, but you can do that with your credit cards. And now all of a sudden my husband who had never had a credit score and we're talking, you know, mid forties and no judgment. My husband is a millionaire now. He's like, he's just an incredible, like the, the, the most intelligent man I've ever met. And um, he had a really 
high credit score like that within a month. He it showed that he had years of credit increase. I'm sorry, of credit scores, of credit history, and he had a nice credit score. And now what's funny is that for what like different reasons of different projects that we're under. Our cars are under his name as well. And he's the one that's paying off this house, our dream multi-million dollar property, paying it in full this month. Now, full disclosure, I we have tons of leverage when it comes to different projects. It's funny, is that for what like different reasons of different projects that we're under, our cars are under his name as well. And he's the one that's paying off this house, our dream multi-million dollar property paying it in full this month. Now, full disclosure, I we have tons of leverage when it comes to different projects. Again, we have a marketing agency, we have a land development company, we have you know, my brand as a speaker and coach. So that's the full disclosure there, but Brian's gonna talk to you about shifting your mindset around that too. So Brian, take it away. Why are you doing what you're doing now? What brought you to doing it? So first of all, that was really great, Marta. I, I can't tell you um, how inspiring that story is. Um, honestly, we have our own story, but hearing your story, I feel like, wow, I want to hear more about that. But uh, I can't tell you just from private conversations that you and myself and Joy have had, it's, uh, it's a really sweet, sweet, ins inspirational story that you and your husband have. So I can't tell you uh, how proud I am to have been a little part of that journey. So thanks for sharing that. Um, actually, one of the reasons I'm doing what I'm doing today is because of your story. I, we had that phone call. We had that Zoom call, I should say, in I think it was early 2020. And uh, in uh, late 2019, I did a little session for Joy's clients on how I was able to work through our leverage, as we call it, instead of debt, right? And um, and after that, we had a one-on-one -on -one call with you and uh, and what was it, six months, 12 months later, you were starting to see shifts in your, in your situation. And I'm like, and when you told us about that, that really inspired me. Like, man, there's, there's something to this that other people can benefit from, not just Joy's clients, because I was giving that just away to them. So uh, I started making a course. This is two years ago. And I abandoned it because I'm like, I don't know. I was so busy with the kids and helping Joy. How am I going to have time for this? People aren't going to want to hear this information. How dumb is that? Because Joy's clients kept saying, oh, this is really helpful. And this is what it's doing for me. So that's how this started to where I just launched the business. Uh, I guess you could say this week, um, we formally, you know, did the LLC stuff months and months ago, but uh, that's how it got started is stories like yours, Marta, that were inspiring me enough to say, this is something I can help other people with. And it's not that complicated either. So um, you're part of that story of how it began. Thank you. And your story, which by the way, you just completed a three-day course on this, which was completely free. I've completed the replays on day one and day two. And I, uh, I know that I'm in anticipation for day three, because it sounds like it's going to be the juiciest one. And I, I literally cried when you told your story of, I mean, how wise are you, Brian, that Joy is going to come to you with this news. She's going to tell you some, you know, in her mind, you know, back then, some really bad news. And you're like, okay, how do I best support her in this? I can't, I, I, I'm pretty confident that I can't say that that would be most men's thinking that your primary thought is how do, how can I be a soft place to land for this difficult news that she has to deliver? And I, I really 
connected with that story because I had to have that conversation with my husband. He had no idea our financial situation and I had to deliver the bad news. So it was so relatable. And I actually got a flat tire. I was as I was listening to it because I was so <laughs> confident. So maybe don't listen while driving. I'm just kidding. I'm just, you know, that's just <laughs> and I was well, like, you can say if I promise. What does this mean? I'm listening to Brian's and I'm getting up. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry, go ahead. So, so tell me more of so you obviously you had this story of you guys were at over seventy thousand dollars in in credit card debt. She came to you, and then you said initially you ignored the problem, and which is something you cover in your workshop. What's another way that you feel a, there's like this guru out there? A lot of people know this guru's name, and also gurus like this individual who will tell you to address your. Uh, debt in this way, which you're, which you don't recommend. So tell me a little bit more about that. So I have no idea who you're talking about, Marta. <laughs> right? <laughs> Most people would recognize this person. My full disclosure is that I think this person's doing good in the world. I think there's yeah. a certain market that's going to help. Uh, but when when you look at this particular method, I call it the brute force method. So brute force is an old term. They apply it to technology now. All it means, if you look it up in the dictionary, it means to just apply brute force pressure, to apply physical pressure to a situation instead of planfully thinking out and executing your plan. I mean, that, and, and when you, when you, put it in those terms. It's like, why would you ever do that? Right. It's just like pushing against a problem and resisting the problem instead of actually thinking it through, reframing it of how it can make sense and actually logically going through step-by-step step how we can solve this problem. Right. So, so basically the brute force method, I describe it as an example where let's say someone has $40,000 in credit card debt. I've been there, started with 70. We got to 40. It's like, how can I keep dealing with this? And so the brute force method says, okay, there's no family nights, there's no movie nights, there's no fun, there's just mac and cheese, ramen noodles, and bologna, and that's what you do, get a second job, three years later, you're going to have paid off that $40,000. That's the brute force method. And when you, when you think about it in those terms of austerity, when you think about it in terms of sacrifice and misery, there's so many things that are affected as a result. So number one, your family and relationships are affected. So your, your significant other, your spouse, your partner, your children, if you have children, they're all affected because now you're working a second job. So you're working, let's say 20 hours a week on that second job, 60 hours a week, travel, all that stuff snowballs. And now you're not seeing them as much. So they're not feeling that love and connection that they used to have when you were just, you know, making the minimum payments, right? And then your, your self-care is also suffering because you're working so much more. There's two jobs, the resentment, the bitterness, the frustration. And then after all that, there's no fun. There's no family vacations. There's no time when we take time, you know, as a couple or whatever, whatever your circumstances are. And the self-care times when you could just, you know, you can go to Starbucks or wherever you go and have that latte and sit and do your thing. All that, and, and it's going to take literally, the math says it's going to take three years of that type of mentality to pay it off, and then you feel happy. So it's like three years of misery to finally feel happy. There has to be a different way. That's pretty much 
the system as it's promoted today. So if that jives with you, that's great. But for most people in our industry, Marta, and in our world on, on what we do for a living, it just doesn't seem to match. Is that what you would find? Yeah. yeah. And I don't know about you guys, if you're listening to this on a platform that allows you to comment, please, what do you think about either strategy that we've covered so far? Ignore the issue. What do you think about that? And or just address it with brute force. No more going out to eat, no more enjoyment, just rice and beans, yeah. rice, and beans, <laughs> rice and beans, right? And forget it, just forget it. And then spend all your free time, maybe not even seeing your spouse if you have one, because as they're coming in the door, you're going out because you guys are just on this, like all you're thinking about is you got it, like this shameful debt. I want, I want to know what you guys think about that. I know what I think about it. I know that I like to have fun. I know that I like to treat my kids to ice cream, no matter what's going on in the world. Absolutely. I know that some of the biggest, best decisions that I've made have been investing in big ticket items, even when, because of we had substantial debt, such as, you know, working with individuals like Joy and, and Brian. And also my, when my mother was passing away, she said that the best vacation she's ever taken. And this woman has been all over the world was when I took her to the beach to a mansion where we could see dolphins and whales. And I, and I, and I did that for her. And some may think, you know, that maybe it's an irresponsible expense and no, my mother passed away. I didn't even know that she would be passing away less than a year later. And I'm so glad that I did that. So you guys, no matter what your financial state is, take the trip take the trip, you know, be, res- I, I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm hitting a trigger word here with be responsible with it, you know, think about it, do, do it with, within a, a means. And then I kind of want to talk about that, Brian, and is how do you reconcile that idea of, we want to step forward and shift in situations when we have debt, um, because whenever you move, the universe moves with you, but at the same time, you've got this voice inside your head of like, you, you need to be responsible. And you, you also don't want to get yourself in a situation where you're making financial decisions that you're going to just be in high stress, like, you know, for months to come. So what do you think about that? So, um, there's a lot in that. There's a lot. To I know <laughs> I love that. because it's uh, honestly, it all starts with a lot of head trash. A lot, of, a lot of us have been taught about money since we were kids, right? Money doesn't grow on trees. Who do you think I am, a Rockefeller? And all the statements that we make now is like, we can't afford this, we can't afford that. And it's honestly, it started with the parental guilt. Uh, I remember having a conversation with my dad. I was working at, while I was in college. I was working a job to help pay. And I was like, dad, can I have a little bit of that as some spending money? And my dad got mad at me. God love my dad. He passed away and he's fine. It's all good. My relationship with him. But at the time it was like, can I just have a little bit of the fruits of my labor? So that in itself was like, okay, yeah, I understand I'm, I'm helping to pay for the tuition here, but that's where a lot of that starts for everyone is how their family looks at it. It's, It's really funny to see and talk to people who grew up in a family that were kind of very open with their money. That's why I'm so open with my children about our finances and about what we do with our money. Of course, we keep it obviously, you know, appropriate to what's our personal business for Joy and I, but I like to involve our kids in our business decisions. I like to talk them through when we make a major purchase. Hey, let me tell you to my, to my boys, I'll say, let me tell you, this is what we're thinking about. What would you do? So I think that's where it all started was with what we've been taught in the past. 
So part of the shift for me to your point of like, should I take a vacation? Should I not take a vacation? The, the first shift I think that's so important is to realize is that I'm not a bad person because I have a credit card. I'm not a bad person because I have credit card balances is to say, okay, well, instead of saying credit cards are evil and they're bad, what if I just said credit cards are not a taskmaster, but they're a tool. They're a tool that I can use for my personal life and my business life. As you said, Marta, you have leverage on your business to help you grow. You know that term leverage, that's one shift I had to make because when I was running that program you mentioned, I was one of the people responsible for the quarterly earnings reports for Wall Street and the analysts that they do. And these are this is a you know $500 million company uh, for for their annual revenue and how to and how you portray that to the public can affect stock prices. So when I was looking at this, they were talking about leverage, then we're talking about debt. And I'm like, why can corporate America say leverage and we all have to say it's evil debt, it's bad debt, right? So I immediately, I incorporated that shift into my thinking, thinking, I don't have credit card debt, I have credit card leverage. And all leverage is, is comes from the word lever, which is a tool. That's why I say it doesn't have to be a taskmaster, it can be a tool. That means you're in control. So that's one shift I had to make to say, okay, now I can make decisions based on, like you said, responsibility. Maybe that's a trigger term. Maybe it's not for some people. But instead, okay, what seems, what, as I just stay centered in myself and just pause for a moment and breathe a little bit and honestly getting alone in a quiet place, unlike what I'm in right now, we've got construction all around us. Fortunately, you can't hear that. <laughs> Which I forgot to say, you guys. I mean, I've got six kids. Some of them are at school. Some are here. I've got a puppy. Brian's got awesome construction going on. If you could see his view right now, it doesn't even matter. I, you, you could probably bring a crane over to my house any day. I love our view too, though, but their view is phenomenal. So if you hear any background noises, this is just your invitation to take a sip of your water, take a sip of your coffee or tea, and tell us what you're drinking in the comments when you do. There you go. Actually, it's funny. There's a crane right outside. No joke. <laughs> There's an actual crane. But the point is, is that if you just try to get in a quiet place and center yourself and just take some breaths, and slow down, number one. And number two, just say, okay, what is it that I want to do? Do I even have the ability to make the purchase? And if I did, would I be able to say this purchase is worth it because of like a circumstance you mentioned, Marta, is the circumstance warranting the purchase? If you think of the credit card as a tool instead of something bad, it shifts the conversation a little bit from like, could I use this tool versus I'm bad for making this purchase. It's a totally different conversation now. And maybe, and as you sit there and think, you know what, this isn't the right thing right now. I had a moment where I was going to take a vacation with Joy, great vacation, it was going to be about $10,000. I decided not to do it because it just didn't feel right. Did I have the ability to do it? Absolutely had the ability to do it. I just decided, you know what, that just doesn't feel aligned for what my goals are right now. So that vacation eventually will come where we want to do it. But right now I'm launching a business and we've got a lot of initiatives going on. And so it's like, we'll just take a pause. That's real life. And I still make those decisions with joy today in that very same vein. Does that make sense, Marta? Absolutely. And I'd love to add to the point that you made in terms of 
the leverage is there for you as business leaders to, to utilize so you can grow your business. And there actually have been multiple projects where we have financial partners in the neighborhoods that uh, are developed by the development com- land development company that my husband started that they, the, they have millions in the bank, right? Um, but do you think that they were going to use the cash in their bank to finance a, a, a brand new neighborhood that has so many variables to it? that are uh, unpredictable and also the timelines are unpredictable whenever you're talking about land development and the return of investment. No, (laughs) they took out loans, millions of dollars of loans. And now we have these beautiful neighborhoods that I just, I am so phenomenally proud of of my husband because the leverage was taken out and now the checks are coming in for uh, really nice amounts. Right. And so, yeah, in those moments, it's totally worth it. And then um, I've mentioned previously that I'm working on my license to be a financial representative. I have certain uh, products that I can already sell. I'm, I'm advancing in that capacity. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thanks. Do you guys, I, I didn't know this. And now that I know what I know, I, I, it's, it's silly, but you know, when you buy a bond, do you know what a bond is? A, a bond is a debt instrument that companies, Absolutely. corporations, government, a, uh, government, uh, municipalities very commonly take out, they take out debt and you as the investor who buys the bonds and, you know, there's, it's a much more complex system than I'm making it. It's a very real thing that it's just open and 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 then it's when you're thinking about it, it's then allowing for opportunities of others to create more wealth. And I just love the way that that money works that way. Absolutely. Don't you? And it's funny the term you you mentioned. It's called a bond. It's mm-hmm. not called a debt. Right. Why is it that the governments of the world and corporations of the world can be the best spin masters that there are with changing a word from debt to something completely innocuous, like the word bond or something like the word leverage, right? So why can't we do that too? And we absolutely can. We can have that shift in our thinking. So that's that's a great example, Mark. Yeah. Or the amount of uh, billionaires, millionaires who... Uh, who buy stocks on margin, which means that they are borrowing to buy the stocks because that makes more financial sense. And so I just want to keep bringing up these points because there are many people out there who feel, and Brian, you brought it up during your workshop, individuals who maybe feel shame over the $3,000 or some of them are at $100,000 and there's that shame around it when they're supposed to have made it. They've made so much effort towards their lives and like, why are they in this place? And so, and you've touched a little bit about that mindset shift that you needed to have and Joy needed to have. Do you have anything else that you want to say about that? Sure. So um, when we, when we sat down, we sat down in the living room, as I mentioned in our workshop that we just had and, and in the living room, there was like three things that happened. We had company over in the living room, the formal living room, the kids were sent to time out in the living room. And that's where we had difficult conversations between Joy and myself in the living room. So when she sat me down and we talked about this, I said, okay, we, we, it needs to be a soft place to land, right? We need to have a good reaction here and we can figure this out. The, the crazy thing is it took me four years before I even addressed the problem. The first thing I did was I took action and I cashed out like this small little, um, this small little mutual fund that I set up and put $10,000 towards it right away. Okay. And of course the government took out a huge bunch of that in taxes. I was like, well, was that worth it? Wasn't worth it. So don't recommend that necessarily, but that's what it. And then for the next four years, I ignored it because I didn't know what to do. And I was about to go into debt consolidation and I did the math and I'm like, 
something's wrong here. I was literally like that day going to sign the DocuSign. This is like 2013. And I'm like, this math doesn't make sense. I'm paying a whole lot more for a whole lot longer than if I just did this myself. And it's not like we were going to go into a big problem at the time. It's just like we had a bunch of debt that we were paying every month. So I ignored the problem for four more years. And then finally, when I started managing the program you mentioned at work, I started thinking, well, if they can call it leverage, why can't I call it leverage? That was the first shift. The second shift is that I was still frustrated, though. I was paying $1,250 a month on my mortgage, and I was paying $1,250 a month on my credit card minimum, minimum payments. That was so frustrating. It was so like money out the window. It's just like, and I have this house that's building equity and that's great. And over here, I have twice as much money over here. On the other half, it's going right out the window. I've got no value. I'll never see value to that. We took a vacation on that money. We took two vacations on that money. We sent kids to school, which is a good thing. But like, I'm never going to get the value out of this again. And all of a sudden, it occurred to me. Well, wait a minute. This is how much I'm spending on my mortgage. And it's the same amount of spending on my credit cards. And I was living in a quarter million dollar house at the time. And I decided to tell myself, I live in a half million dollar house. All of a sudden, the money wasn't flying out the window anymore. The same amount was being paid. But as I went around my house, I was like, I can afford a half million dollar home. And I could if it was going towards a mortgage for a half million dollar home, all of that was going there. I'm literally surviving every day, paying the amount of money it would take to do that. And another way to reframe this is like, I could afford two homes. Wow. And I'm actually making it. I'm, not, I'm actually surviving. So there is that shift in- And now you do own two homes. <laughs> well, actually, now we do own two homes. And uh, the, the irony of that, right? You actually said, wow, I can afford five homes. <laughs> irony, right? Because you manifest. That you've absolutely. shifted absolutely visualized it into life. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, and so it was that little shift of not blaming the credit card companies, of not seeing the money as wasted. I I've been thinking a lot about the, the concept of money is never wasted. And if we can get if we can adopt that as a belief, does that mean it's true or not true? It doesn't matter because if you believe you're a bad person for using credit cards, then that's your belief. But I adopt a different belief that I can make good decisions and I do the best I can in any situation. So in this situation, it's like money is never wasted. So instead of looking at that as a waste, I look at that as like, wow, when I get this all paid off, I'll be a, I will be having such a cash flow infusion comparatively. Life is going to be really even better than it is right now. So it's reframing how you look at your current circumstances and whatever circumstances you're in, whatever brought you to the point that you're in, you've done the best you can up until this point. If you actually just adopt that belief, then things can rapidly change because the mind changes first. Um, and I honestly, it's the one thing that I, I would encourage all of us to do is really take a look at our beliefs about the money and if you think you're bad for having a credit card versus can you adopt a new belief? There's been this thing lately that I've been uh, dwelling on a lot as well. And it's what things mean, what things mean, who decides what something means. And it's really you, you decide what that thing means. So you can adopt a different belief about the circumstances. And it's crazy because it can really be life-changing. 
Hi, thanks for watching the show. I hope you're enjoying this episode. While you might be familiar with the fact that I'm the CEO and founder of Media the Creative Agency, you might not know what else I've been up to. I love to help families make sure that you're fully protected. And that comes from a place of if something happens to you, is your business going to be okay? If something happens to you, is your family gonna have to worry about money? I am now a representative that will help you make sure that you are fully covered when it comes to your life insurance. Just find me on social media, on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook. Find my name, Marta Saray Greca. Ask me about the life insurance. I'm happy to help you. I'm here to help. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of the show. Changing. And I, I will, again, it, it's just, I think it speaks volumes about working with you and working with Joy because it, I came to you because I was in substantial debt, which we paid off while I was working with Joy. And now uh, it, it's like kind of a cycle. And as you talk about during your workshop, when you have it available to you, you have opportunities, you take it out and then you pay it off. You know, it's just the cycles of business and allowing that mindset mindset to exist was a big things to working with you guys and the partners that you bring into your programs and feeling an inherent sense of peace, no matter what the circumstances are, the circumstances might not look to the human eye as they'd like to look, but you shift your mindset around it and you decide what you, what, what's, what's the finger on the pulse of what, what you feel is success and what you feel is necessary for inherent peace. And so that was, you know, big with working with you guys. So let's give them something, right? So if somebody is finding themselves in credit card debt and they do want to pay it off faster, maybe they want to build that credit score. What are some things that they can do, Brian? So I would say the, the one thing to do more than anything else is to, is let, let's take an example. If you have two credit cards, start paying off the lowest balance a little faster than the minimum payments. It's called the snowball method. It's really simple. You can Google it. You don't need me. You don't need anybody else. If you just did that one thing, that will help you. So in the example I give uh, in the workshop, we have two cards. One is $500 and it's a $25 minimum payment a month. And one is a $60 minimum payment a month uh, with $2,500 balance. All right. So chip away at the 500 first. And maybe it takes a couple months or so to pay that $500 off, but make more than the minimum on that $25 payment a month for the little card. Once that's paid off, we take that extra savings of $25 that we don't have to pay anymore. You put that towards card two. That's called the snowball method. It's well known and well and it's widely used not widely enough, unfortunately, but if you utilize that simple method in that example, um, and I, I'll show you this in a minute, but in that example, it's going to take you seven, six years, 72 months to pay off if you just make the minimum payments. That's a long, long time. If you snowball it and apply that extra $25, it's going to take you three and a half years. So from six years to nearly half the time, you can have that paid off by not really even changing anything. You're going to pay the 500 anyway. So you pay that off sooner, apply the same payment in addition to the other, that's extra. And all of a sudden you've used the math 
to your advantage. In the brute force method, they use mathematics to say, we're just going to scorched earth this and we're going to burn the whole thing down until we pay this off very quickly. Well, in this example, you can do the same thing and still be happy. You don't have to sacrifice one to have the other. And you're using the same principles of math as well. Absolutely. That makes yeah. Sense. yeah. And then you brought up another point during your workshop. Um, that, and by the way, you guys, we're going to be sharing, you, you, you're probably hearing this and you're like, how do I get a hold of this information? You keep talking about this workshop. We'll tell you how you can get access to this information. Just keep listening. But you mentioned uh, during your workshop, the idea of rather than making one monthly payment, split that payment in half and do it twice a month instead. I will say that is a method that I utilized. I didn't know it back then during our first home. This is our third home, first home we rehabbed, sold it at a nice big profit, second home rehab started a nice big profit. But I was doing that back when I had a paycheck because I would make the mortgage payment every other paycheck, right? Not thinking about it. I'm thinking it's like, that's, I'm making my monthly payment. And then before I knew it, when we got to the end of it, I had paid down a substantial amount of that principal by doing that. And so that's, that was huge. Absolutely. It's a, it's a simple method. Just if you, as you say, if you're making a paycheck, it's simple. Just pay on the mortgage or pay on the credit cards twice a month. You're going to end up making a full payment at the end of the year. It's like making, making 13 payments in 12 months and you really don't even feel it. And it's going to save you money. And if you did that for a mortgage, for instance, on a $250,000 mortgage at 5%, which is great right now in, in, in the uh, economy that we have right now, 5% is great. But in that example, you could pay off your mortgage uh, in four, five, six years or more sooner. So pay off your mortgage in 25 years instead of 30, save yourself $24,000 or more. Uh, so it's a it's a simple, simple thing. It doesn't cost any more. So there's these little techniques you can use uh, that are free that you can utilize. And there's a whole lot more that uh, uh, that are a little bit more involved. But it's a process that actually you can pay it off instead of like the example I get where you, you pay it off in in 40 percent quicker time, which is the three and a half years instead of instead of six. Uh, you can actually pay off that $40,000 in three years instead of 27 and a half years is how long it would take to pay off that brute force example if you did nothing. So doing nothing doesn't work either. So there, there's a lot of uh, things that you can do to help make it go a lot faster. Yeah. And one could probably argue that the stages of addressing your, your situation with leverage could are very similar to grief, right? You might be in denial, anger, right? Whatever the stages are, you definitely go through those stages and don't judge yourself for those stages. Just oh, let goodness. them allow them to exist, let them pass through you. Absolutely. And then you shift into problem solving. Any other problem solving secrets before we tell them where they can get all this information? Well, uh, as you said, it's the the key was the shift frame. It's the change in mentality, it's the change in belief in it. What does it mean to you? Do you really feel like you're a bad person because you've made the decisions that you've made doing the best that you could at the time? And now you can say, okay, I've learned some lessons. Here's another decision I would make and it might be a little different this time. Are you gonna be gentle with yourself and realize that you're human just like everybody else? Are you gonna allow the rest of the world and governments and business to call it something different and you call it bad? Or are you going to make a change? So that simple mental shift for me and for joy is what changed the game. And that's what I would highly recommend. Everybody give that a shot as well, is to shift that particular thinking to start. Once you do, 
things are going to open up to you. You're going to see new opportunities. You're going to say, okay, maybe I could do this a little bit differently. And maybe the snowball method, it's free. Maybe the twice a month payment method, it's free. There you have two really good options to get yourself started. And it will help you pay things off faster without the guilt and remorse that's involved. Absolutely. Yeah. And just remember that money works in miraculous ways. I've had multiple people in my world invest in something big because it felt right. And then a big influx of cash comes out of nowhere from a source that they never could have imagined. And it's almost comical and it's happened in my life as well. And Absolutely. so- Money works in miraculous ways. That first step really is getting clear. I, I had a conversation recently. I, I, I sell life insurance as just a side thing. I have a whole story about it. I'm very passionate about it because, you know, after the passing of my mother and what I love is that even if somebody doesn't move forward, working with me with their life insurance policy, having the conversation, like sometimes they're embarrassed because they're like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't, I didn't know what I didn't know. I should be clear on this. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, congratulations. You are looking at the numbers and that's the first step. Don't, you know, like Brian said, uh, ignoring it is something that you could do. (laughs) You know, there's no shoulds, right? There's no cans. You could do it. But the first step to abundance is getting clear, right? Joy and I have a little joke about this. When I first mentioned to her the example of it's going to take 27 years to pay off $40,000 in credit card debt with minimum payments. And she's like, I'll be 75 years old (laughs) when you think about that. But there's there's an insidious formula to this that people, I want them to be able to recognize. And that is, the formula goes like this. Um, I won't be happy until I have my credit cards paid off. That's part one. Part two is it's going to take me 27 years to pay off my credit cards. Part three, the conclusion means I won't be happy for 27 years. Every event that happened to me between 2012 and 2017 that was good and happy and milestones and anniversaries, birthdays, vacations, they all were tainted by the fact that I can't be happy until I don't have credit card debt. All those good things I missed out for five years that I could have been completely at peace if I had shifted my thinking early. So we don't have to subscribe to that fact. We can be happy now realizing that I make the best, I do the best I can. I can be centered and happy now and I can find a way forward. That's why I call my company Path to Payoff. Absolutely. And I would venture to say that both you and I have worked with clients who come to us because they have a specific maybe financial goal. And then working with us, they realize we actually realize a lot of those goals like that they associated to only being possible when they hit a certain financial goal. Those goals are actually once they open themselves up to all the possibilities and let go and just really prioritize that internal peace above circumstances, above whatever's going on in the human world, things just fall into place magically. The the home that we have, I had it on my vision board and I did the math of what amount revenue wise I needed to get to with my business. Never would I have imagined that it was my husband who would be the one to bring it into our world. And I actually, you know, get to get to just exist and allow it to happen. Right. It's just absolutely right. Money, God works in miraculous ways. So Brian, if people, I want to say this, you need to listen up. This is going to be really important because if you have worked with Brian and Joy in the past, 
you might be familiar with the investment levels that it might take to work with somebody of their caliber. And so Brian's going to share with you something that he has. And when I heard the investment level, I was like, can I buy 10 of them for my friends? No, of course I, I won't, Brian. I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm not going to buy 10 for my friends, but I'm going to share with all of you who are my friends, my audience, my clients, whoever you are. This is why I brought Brian on the show. He's got a phenomenal thing that he's going to offer to you at an incredible price. Get out your credit cards right now. I feel like an infomercial. Brian, no, Brian, first, you're just missing a boom mic, Marta. <laughs> I need like beads Seriously. of sweat. Coming down. Right, exactly. <laughs> Spread <Sprite> on. <laughs> Very good. Go so, ahead, Brian. Tell them what it is. So, so the program is called Path to Payoff. It's a course. It's an online course. And uh, normally, uh, I, I, as an introductory offer, uh, I am giving it a deep discount. Normal price is going to be four ninety seven. For now, it's just one ninety seven. Ironically, you say, get out your credit card of all things. <laughs> so you have to know if that's the right choice for, for you to make or not. Joy was laughing about this yesterday when we started. It's like, oh, there's a credit card tab and there's a PayPal tab. It's like, yeah. so if you feel better about it, use PayPal. Either yeah, way, yeah, yeah. fine. Um, it's, it's really simple. I won't even give you the code because all you have to do is click on the link and the code is being screamed at you all over the opt-in page to purchase. Uh, and, uh, you'll be able to get that for 197 instead of 497. And there's a ton of information in there. You're going to get the first, the first three modules are what are offered in the course that we did for the workshop. But uh, in the first module after that, module four, is we dive right into what I call the path to payoff dashboard. It's basically a place where you can put all your information. It's really simple. Uh, and then we'll probably have another 10 or 12 modules. And I'm going to add modules as new things come up, new strategies or tweaking the strategies that already exist. So that'll be yours uh, lifetime. Uh, and so as an introduction, it's just 197. And I wanted to give you all the information that I've been giving to Joy's clients for three years plus nearly four years now. I wanted to make that available to you. And that's our introductory offer uh, for that. And, it, and if you go to the if you go to the webpage, uh, it'll show you the FAQs, it'll show you all the details, testimonials on people, clients of Joy's that have found success with it as you have as well, Marta. Absolutely. And that link is available to you in the show notes, descriptions, captions, wherever you're watching or listening, that that link is available to you. And Brian will be tagged in all um, in all platforms where we share this. And so if you do comment with a question, we welcome it. If you have your own story to share or just some feedback on this, even if it's feedback we might not agree with, we love having those conversations. And that's why we bring this to the table. So please- Please um, bless us with your comments. We would love to engage with you. Counterpoint and, is welcome. What's that? Counterpoint is welcome. Yes, counterpoint is welcome. Yes, and we thank we we will thank you, and we will open up our minds to to your viewpoint as well. Absolutely. And anything else before we wrap up the show, which by the way is produced and brought to you by my marketing agency, Media the Creative Agency. We love to support, market, and help individuals in the holistic. Uh, health and wellness space who heal others. I like to say I wasn't blessed with the gift to heal others, but I was definitely blessed with the gift to market those who heal others. And right. so we, we just keep listening and watching the show if you enjoy having those individuals. And by the way, when I say health and wellness, 
money, health, wealth, being is big when it comes to health and wellness. I would say it's like number two, if not, you know, right up there, but Brian, anything else before we wrap up? Well, to your point, Marta, if you're worried about money, it's affecting your health because Mm -hmm. worry affects your health, right? So it's one of those things to watch out for. There is an easier path and it starts with yourself, even with the things we discussed today, you don't have to buy anything. You don't need me. You don't need anybody. Just with a few simple tips that I've given you. I've been studying this for, for seven years now, these tips and tricks. And I, I tried to pay a company to help me. And they said, you don't have enough problems for us to help you. I'm like, I'm begging you take my money. And they wouldn't because, and so I had to figure it out myself. So Believe me, with the simple things we talked about today, you can start your own path. And if you need some extra help, you can see the link in the show notes. Marta, it has been fantastic to be with you today. You and your husband and your family, you're an inspiration. I love all the shots that we see of you and your babies and your kids and all the things. It's like, how do you do it with the family that you have, the size of the family that you have? We had three kids and I just can't imagine six, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's an inspiration to see what you guys have done and uh, it, it has been such a pleasure um, getting to be a small part of, of your journey. Thank Big you. Part. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for being here. I'm equally as, as grateful for you being here. And you guys, again, if you have any questions, please comment, uh, send us a, a, an email or anything, anywhere that you want to find us through, you know, Pigeon. We are here to help you and Brian's here to help you. And let's open up those conversations uh, that because debt can be a place of shame. And it's like you're, as you guys put in your marketing, but one of people's biggest secrets. And so once you start to open up that door to getting clear on it and absolving that, that guilt, that's, that's the first step. Absolutely. Thanks again, Brian, for being on the show and we'll see you Thank guys. You Bye.